Thank you for joining Life Coach BFF with Susan and Heather, where we talk about real life and how we are not afraid to do scary things. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good, good. Well, this is episode one of Life Coach BFF, and I am Heather. And I'm Susan. And we are happy to be here today. And we are so glad that you're listening. Yeah, so we are glad that you're listening. So, Susan, before I forget, I want to talk about Rob Lowe. Oh, I love Rob Lowe. I do love Rob Lowe. My heartbeat speeded up just a little bit thinking about him. I know. Was that the 80s that he was so popular? Yes. That What was that? What was uh, that movie? St. Elmo's Fire. St. Elmo's Woo! Fire. <laughs> With um, Demi Moore. Yeah, Demi Moore was in it. I mean, and, that was a big group. Um, big yes, cast. Big yes. time cast. But then what happened? Something about him in a hotel room with an underage girl, remember? And that just shut everything down. The parents were like, no more Rob Lowe for you. Remember that? I, I was, I, see, I was already, oh, you were I in was college. in college. So That's my parents right. weren't worried about That's right. That. That's right. Well, my mama was worried about that. So well, it you was were, kind yeah, of you no were, more. Uh, you were underage I at was that under point. <laughs> <laughs> it was no more Rob Lowe for you. Oh, so, that's sad. But I know, it was sad. Yeah, he's precious. He's a cutie patootie. He's still handsome. He he's is still handsome. So handsome. And I'll, he's aged well. He has. He oh, has, which is what we're trying to do. Yes. Because at 48 and 56. 56, we're just, we're trying to, oh, that brings me to this, and then we'll go back to Rob Lowe. But I wanted to tell you about this product that I picked up at Target yesterday. And it's called, it's made by Pacifica. It's called Glow Baby Booster Serum. Ooh. And it has glycolic acid and vitamin C. And you just kind of put it in with your moisturizer or your foundation. You just mix in a Ooh, little drop that. of it. It comes with the dropper. Mm-hmm. Can you tell a difference that I have the same? You are you're you look dewy. I look dewy. Okay, dewy good. This morning. Good, not dry. I'm loving it. You're not looking dry. Do I look dry? Not. Um, you well, might bit. use just a tiny bit of this glow baby. Okay, I need a tiny, some. a tiny bit. I haven't done anything the past several days mm-hmm. because I'm going to have a my first laser treatment this afternoon. So oh, that's I'll let right. you know how that goes. Yeah, I want to hear about that. Okay, so anyway, I got off track because I was talking about looking younger and what we're trying to do to stay on top of it. But back to Rob Lowe. So he said that he's been married for 28 years. And I thought it was really cute that Hoda, you know, Jenna is still out on maternity leave. So Hoda and Maria Shriver were interviewing him on marriage and how to keep a man happy. What keeps a man happy? Ooh. So I want to hear from this pretty man how to keep how to keep men happy. I know, I know because if Rob Lowe's happy, then you know your man will be happy with yeah. whatever you do. If yes. this is what keeps Rob Lowe happy, then this is what will keep my honey happy. I feel that's like. a good that's a good point. So, Rob, because you know we're on a first name basis. So, Rob <laughs> said that um, for men, it's food, okay, sports, okay, sleeping, mm-hmm. good news. They want to hear good news, and we'll get back to that. Okay, okay. But this this is not a big shocker. The last one, sex. sex. <laughs> so I've always heard that it's the three S's: sex, supper, and clean socks. But Rob has added 
a Robin few didn't care about clean socks. He he didn't even mention mine laundry. Likes to have clean, mine likes to have some clean clothes to wear. Yeah. He gets a little anxious if his, yes. if his dirty clothes pile gets kind of high. Or what if you get down to the last two pairs of underwear in the drawer? It gets ugly. The world is coming to an end. Yeah. Oh, or he wants clean underwear and he's already got like eight or ten folded up in the drawer. Oh, he wants to see you work. Yes. <laughs> You're not busy my, enough. You're not doing enough. My man likes to know that everybody is just as busy as he is. <laughs> right. Right. And it's all about what you're doing when they walk in. Because whatever oh, you're doing, when yes. they walk in, is what you have been doing all day. That's the truth. So do not be on the phone do with a Do not sit down and rest. <laughs> no matter how tight. Rest before they come home. Right. And then get busy when you see them drive up. Because... I don't, it makes no sense, but that's what they think. Whatever you yes. do, when they walk in, it's what you've been doing all day. That's the truth. That's so, because I do. I, I mean, if I see my honey drive in the driveway, you better believe, and I'm on the phone, I'm oh, off the phone. Off the phone. Off the phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, good news. Now, this was really interesting because Hoda, um, she agreed with him and said that she has tried this out at home with the good news first. Because, I mean, I would say probably 50% of the time when David walks in the door, I might say, if I'm really honest with myself, I will say whatever I've been waiting to see him to say all day. Mm -hmm. Whether it's positive or negative, you know, Mm -hmm. so-and-so did well on a test, so-and-so did terrible on a test. So-and-so is not cleaning their room like they're supposed to. So and so, do you find yourself? I do. Whatever you've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. So and so, LP, whatever, and I, he, she is driving me crazy. Right. We had a, you know, whatever. And you and I have eight LPs between the two of us. Those are little preciouses. Little preciouses. Our, our children are our little preciouses. And we have four each, two boys and two girls each. So that keeps it even. Keeps it even, keeps us busy, keeps us out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, most of the time. Not all of the time. But, but remember when we crashed the Porsche event, <laughs> that Porsche meeting? Yeah, I was like, boy, we In did, Birmingham, Alabama. When have we driven a Porsche? No. Like, when did we crash one? No, we have not driven this. a Porsche. We crashed the event. We went to the spa, remember? <laughs> yes. And everybody, yes. what's the name of that spa? Ross Bridge. Ross Bridge. Oof. In Birmingham. so it, it, And they gave us a princess suite. They upgraded us for free. Remember we got the princess so suite and that we had the balcony? So yes. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. But, okay, so they, apparently, if you buy a Porsche, you're invited to this event. That's oh, the way I understood okay. it. I thought it was for the salesman. No, no. Those people have purchased a Porsche. And oh. so if you buy a Porsche, okay. then you go... Remember, they had it set up kind of like a Vegas night, mm-hmm. but they said that there's a track. The Porsche track is close <gasps> by. So they take you and you run your Porsche on this Ooh. track at a high speed. Oh, okay. Which is something I'll never do. No. But we had so much fun. Remember, we acted like we were supposed to be there. And then we got in the photo <gasps> the booth. The photo booth. Yes. That was awesome. Did we have a cocktail in there? Or maybe we had a few before we went in. I think we'd had a couple. We'd had a we couple. We had had a couple, or you would have never talked me into that. True. We'd yeah, had, we a had, had a couple. We were on our way back to the room, mm-hmm. having a night away from the children, the husbands. Mm-hmm. They were much younger time. than them. Yeah, they were the a lot younger. The kids were younger, so yeah. we were, like, desperate. We just wanted sleep. 
sleep, sleep, a good pedicure, yes, and a massage. And a massage. And remember, we brought our heating pads with us. We did. <laughs> it was wintertime. It was it cold. It was. That's true. It was cold. Yeah, it was cold. We brought our heating pads. And yeah, and so we were coming back from the restaurant, had had a few cocktails, and glanced over and saw the F-U-N. Mm-hmm. And when I see F-U-N, I like to join sometimes if I can. <laughs> we just invite ourselves. We invited ourselves. And we didn't even have a tag. Remember, everybody else had that tag around their neck that showed that they were part of that group? Yes. I think they'd all had so many cocktails, they'd never batted an eye. Did they, they didn't. Nobody nobody paid us any attention. Mm-mm. I just want to know when they got all the photo booth pics. <laughs> They were like, who are these two crazy people? Who are these women? Because we used every prop in the photo We did. That was so fun. (laughs) That was fun. That was so fun. Okay, so back to my ADD keeps kicking in, but back to Hoda. So I love that she did this. So she said that her husband, she tried this out with good news, and her husband walked in, and she said, honey, you look so handsome. And the way she tells the story, I can almost imagine just the weight lifting from his face when she said that, because she said he just kind of took a deep breath, maybe, and and unloaded, to, you know, put his mm-hmm. bag down. And it. she kind of appeared that he just kind of puffed up a little bit. You know how our mm-hmm, men do if we say mm-hmm. something, they just kind of mm-hmm. puff up. and Like the weight of the day just kind of yes. lifted and... Yeah, breathe. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the image that I got when yeah. she told the story. So I'm going to work a lot harder to do that. I am too. I am too. Mm-hmm. Honey, you look so handsome. You know, last week I think um, my honey was leaving one morning, and he just looked, he had a, one of the newer shirts that I had bought him that um, is a little bit more stylish, maybe than what he's used to wearing. Because he's very classic slash conservative. And so he was walking down the driveway, and I thought, he has still got it. He is looking good. Yes. He is looking good. You both still have it. And Well, thank you. But I said to him, I said, ooh, I said, you look, what did I say? I don't know that I said hot, but I said something. So I said, you look really, you know, basically, you look really you look really mm-hmm, hot mm-hmm, this morning. Mm-hmm. He got embarrassed. <laughs> he was like, Ugh. it was so funny to see him like blood, you know, blood. That is so bit. sweet, though. Yeah. That's really just, sweet. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, after 30 years. Yeah, y'all have been married 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's good that I can make him blush, too. It is good. It is good. I can't believe we are about to celebrate our 25th anniversary in June. Oh, wow. It's a long time, 25 and 30 years. Yes. That is a long time. Mm-hmm. That is a long time. Well, and I, I think doing things like that, it just, it it keeps the romance going. And right now we're taking a class at church called Reengage. And there are probably 75 couples in this class. Mm-hmm. And it has been so good to be around these couples that, I I mean, our group leaders have been married 50 years. That is something. I mean, there are couples in our group that have been married two years. I mean, there are couples that are engaged. This class, they said, if you have a good marriage, 
this will help you have a great marriage. If you have a bad marriage, this could help turn things around. I mean, this is for every couple mm -hmm. is how they advertise it. And the first night, it was really nice. They put on a wedding reception for everyone. So if you can imagine a huge fellowship hall that was decorated like a wedding reception, they had it catered and all these beautiful desserts and I mean, it was wonderful. That is so much fun. So every week, a couple who are also group leaders, they get up and tell their marriage story. And they tell their story from the beginning to the end. Wow. Or to where they are now. <laughs> and it's how they met, their backgrounds. They tell a little bit about their own parents. So you kind of get an idea of what kind of... I, yeah, where, what, where they were coming from. Yes, yes. Where they're and yeah. you, you did a lot of marriage counseling, being a psychiatrist, <laughs> so did. you could probably really relate to some of these stories. But they are very honest about where they've been. The mm -hmm. first couple of weeks, they were all really sweet stories, but they told about trials that they had overcome. And the more we dig into this, week by week, we're starting to hear some things that are not so sweet that have happened in some marriages mm -hmm. that they have worked through and by God's grace mm -hmm. are still together. That is so good to hear stories like that where yes. they have, they've made it through a really bad time. Because right. I think so many people just think, oh, it's not salvageable. Right. You know, right. this X, Y, or Z has happened, and there's no way. And I, you know, I tell anybody that's like, what is the secret of marriage? Staying married, not getting a divorce. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's it. You just yeah. you have to, you know, work through it. I mean, I tell my kids, that's why you stand up and promise all those things in the marriage vows. Because if you felt like staying with them, that would be unnecessary. Right. You know, so all these people that say, oh, we're just not in love anymore. <gasps> Shocker. Right. It happens. <laughs> I mean, there's times when you want to be like on the opposite side of the planet from them. Yes. Because that's we're just humans and that's how we are. We're like that with family members and they become your family. And there's sometimes you're mad at them. You may love them, but you don't like them. And. You just right. have to get over that because they're feeling the same way about you from time to time. Well, they are. And, you know, my grandmother gave me some great advice before I married. And she said, there are going to be days that you're going to wake up and you're going to look over at him and go, why in the world did I marry that sucker? But she goes, the thing about it is he's going to look at you and think the same thing. So just Your grandmother's a wise remember woman. that. Just remember. And so I'm trying, you know, my LP one is marrying in November. That she, is like six weeks away, which I need an update. I know. I can't on, believe on what's going it. On with it's the so soon. But so she is marrying in November and we are absolutely thrilled with her choice in a mate. And I look at him and I, I think love this, your future son-in-law. Thank you. I do too. I think He's so sweet. And I is. love the way he treats LP one, your LP one. I love the way I he do treats too. her. He's I do so, too. Um, he's very protective of her and he appreciates all of all the things that make her different. And he is just 
He's so attentive. He is. I love how attentive he is. Well, he, I look at him and all of a sudden I realized before they became engaged, he is who I have been praying for since she was a baby. So I'm going to try not to cry. But I, I did. I looked up one day and I said, this is the person that I've been praying for. And I pulled her to the side and I said, I want you to know that he, it's no accident that he's the person that he is now Mm -hmm. because his parents poured into him. Mm -hmm. They poured into him. And I sent his mother a text one day and I said, thank you because that it's no accident that he's the person that he is Mm -hmm. now. It's I mean, hard work raising them. It is a child. hard work. Yeah, that's it so sweet that you acknowledged all of their well, pouring in. And- they did. I mean, they have been preparing him mm-hmm. for 20, how old is he? 26 mm-hmm. years to be Anna Blair's husband. Mm-hmm. So I just, I want them to know how appreciative and grateful I am mm-hmm. for all the time that they took and, and just, the thought process that they use that went into preparing him for life and marriage. And I mean, are they perfect? No, but are we perfect? No, no, but that's such a sweet thought that right now, hopefully our children's future spouses, parents are praying for our, our kids. Well, I hope so. I I hope hope so. so. I really do. I hope so. And let's see, your LP1 will graduate. She will graduate from college in May. Mm-hmm. So we need to really be praying for her future spouse. Yes, I, I do. I do. We need to pray for her um, her career. Right. She really, she's really focused right now on her career and um, trying to trying to get all, trying to figure out what she wants to do. But yeah, I've got one. Graduating from college and three graduating from high school this year. Last year was like that for you. You had one graduate from college and one graduate from high school. And this year it's me. I've got all four graduating. All four. It's going to be, you are going to be exhausted this spring. It is the best feeling, Mm -hmm. but it is so emotional. And it just all the celebration and the anticipation. It just, it's exhausting, but in a good way. In a good way. In Mm -hmm. a good way. Mm -hmm. So you'll be an empty nester next fall. (laughs) Almost. Alex not going. One of my LPs is not going anywhere. True. True. Not yet. True. But yes. Yeah. So the triplets will graduate. Almost empty nest. Mm -hmm. And then... You know, of course, I still have the younger two, my LP3 and 4, who are elementary age. Mm -hmm. Still doing spelling, calling out spelling words. Yes, you were here (laughs) yesterday for the homework hour after school. So I'm still calling out spelling words, and I am still trying to prepare little ones Mm -hmm. to launch. I'm just so glad you're younger than me. (laughs) I'm not that much younger. You all, eight years is a long time. I'm hanging on by my fingernails with the conclusion paragraphs and, you know, the the algebra 
dreading college algebra again. Uh, well, at least you can do college algebra. I can't even do college <laughs> algebra. I mean, I barely made it through college algebra. So my kid, this is why when your fourth grader gets his math homework out and brings it to you and then looks at you and goes, oh, I forgot, you're not going to know how to do this. <laughs> because I just... Just told mine up front. I am not a mathematician. I'm so happy that I have graduated from college, and I, I just can't look at all that again. That is so funny. But I mean, you have a mathematical mind. I do. I do. I do. But it, oh, and it I need that. I wish that I had. Ha- doesn't make it any more fun. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so back to what Rob was saying, because mm-hmm. we should be on a first-name basis. I mean, I feel like he would enjoy our company if he met us, don't you? I think so. I mean, I think I he, know would he would sit and want to bring his wife and all of us have dinner. I mean, he would want to be our friends. Some people would think that he would want to be our couple <laughs> friends, wouldn't you think? I would think so. I mean, some people might think, would think, would definitely think that. Surely <laughs> they would think that. Anyway, so to the sex part, I have a friend that loves to talk about sex. So I'm not going to get too into this, but at lunch, <laughs> she likes to share. Sometimes she overshares. And I am so excited. This is lunch today with your friend group is going to be the highlight of my day. It's going to be the highlight of my week. I, I, I have no doubt. Well, I, I hope wait. it's not disappointing because I hope they, I hope the ones that like to overshare have been up to some, some shenanigans. Yeah. Cause I need to hear something. <laughs> they probably today. have one had an injury with her husband not too long ago <laughs> and had to go to the chiropractor. <laughs> if that tells you anything, you know, that is where we are at this stage of life. That's true. That, mm-hmm. I did go to the chiropractor yesterday, but yeah, that's that's. Mm-hmm. And I know that's still getting after it, but getting injuries. <laughs> I mean, that is where we are. That's <laughs> where we are. Okay, what about sexting? Would you ever sext? Set? Would it? Would you say sex? Is that the ter- yeah, correct term? Yeah. Would you ever sext? Well. My husband is not even a texter. Right. And he would think that there was something wrong with me if I sent. Because, well, he's doing procedures a lot Uh during the day. He's a gastroenterologist. And so I never know if it's going to be him looking at his phone. True. Or his nurse practitioner or one of the nurses because he, you know, is... Had, you know, he's doing, he's actually doing a procedure right then. And right. Because they will often answer for him. Right. So. That would not be good I'm, for you. Sexting is not on the menu for yeah. us. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I would say if I sexted. Is that how you say it? Sexted. Mm-hmm. I, I'm definitely not sending any pictures. No, 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 I no, cannot no, even take a selfie. No. Like, of my face no. with all my clothes on. So, I mean, there is no way that I would attempt. No, ma'am. They, no, don't ma'am. Even, they don't make a filter to fix what I've got going on. <laughs> yeah, there's, there are no pictures mm-hmm. with sexting. Mm-hmm. That, that's completely. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everything they say goes to the iCloud. Yeah, I mean, looking forward to tonight <laughs> would be, like, the extent of my sexting. Right. That's it. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, we've, we've covered that. What else? Sleeping. I mean, that's a given. They all want to sleep. And sports. sports. I, you know, I feel like I, where I fall down is I hate sports. Yeah. And I feel like if I never saw another sporting event the rest of my life, I would be fine. Same. And so I fall down 
not being able to discuss with him and just not having the energy to fake like I'm interested in the conversation anymore. Because, you know, we have um, our good friends from Virginia that we went on the cruise with. We, um, she and my husband can talk for hours. And I can talk to her husband. But they talk about sports because she likes sports. She loves football. She had two brothers that played football. So she likes all of that. That and um, adventure nonfiction. Okay. They will read a book about climbing Mount Everest in a heartbeat. And I don't, I don't want to know anything about being frostbitten up close. No. <laughs> but they, they love all of that. But she does. She talks to me about sports. And I feel like I really fall down because my husband is a sports he loves it. You know, he loves right. to watch it. He, he's got all this trivia in his mind. And there's nobody in our house that really cares a whit about it. Now, my LP1, just because she's such a people person, she will do anything with anybody if it's right. the bond with them. I can see that. So she, you know, she watches and she talks about it a little bit. But I just... I can't do it either. Mm -hmm. I can't even pretend. And in fact, before we married 25 years ago, my two things, my two rules, so to speak, not well, one was a rule and one was an understanding. Okay. The rule was no dead animals on the walls. You cannot shoot something and have it mounted Mm -hmm. and hang it on my wall. I just, I cannot do it. Mm -hmm. Like a fish, an old scaly Uh, fish that's dry rotted up on the wall. I just, I don't want any deer heads. Yeah. I don't put your fox up there. Yeah. I mean, I just, your squirrel. I mean, I just, I can't look at it. And now people stuff dogs, their pets. <sighs> I mean, I just, that was my rule mm-hmm. number one. And I then, think I had the same rule. Yeah. And then um, number two was I just am not a sports person. Mm-hmm. I'm not a sports fan. And I'm just not going to go sit in the heat, the blazing sun, and watch the football game. Well, see, he knew okay, that about me. Yeah. He knew he mm-hmm. he married a high maintenance city girl, right? And has slowly but surely turned me into a low maintenance country girl, <laughs> right? I agree. Um, <laughs> and I, but sometimes I feel my I feel my my original self rear her head and look around and you know, but he knew that about me, like he. I didn't even know he was a Mississippi State fan when oh. we got married. He hid that, too, because, see, I went to Ole Miss. Right. He hid that. <laughs> didn't know that, really. Or maybe I just didn't pay attention. I'm not really that sure. That was after the wedding that you found that out. Mm-hmm. That's important information that you needed to know. I'd, you I, needed yeah, to know that. It went, I, things you go did. over my head Yeah, sometimes. you needed to know that. I needed to know that. That was important. Mm-hmm. A bulldog and a rebel, that was important. It was important. Right. I'd, Somehow he just kind of he just slid that in there, mm-hmm. and I think his plan for how many horses we were going to have <laughs> he kind of slid that in there too. <laughs> and like, the fact that you would be feeding the horses that yeah that was never that was not right. part of the prenuptial agreement <laughs> at all. Right, yeah. right. Well, oh, yeah. you have handled it with grace. Well, you have. I, you know, I really have enjoyed. Now I couldn't imagine living in a suburb. I couldn't well, imagine you having see what I'm you dealing with. See. You see, I just, since I have moved, I loved it when we lived. What? How many acres apart did we live? 
there it was we were maybe a half we were a third of a mile maybe third half a mile, mile. apart mm-hmm. and there was no houses between us it was nothing but woods no, and no. and I love that this mm-hmm. has been a culture shock for me to be in a neighborhood I cannot get out of a neighborhood fast enough I I feel that way now I mean I grew up in a neighborhood I'd never known anything different but right. I do not have curtain number one on my on my windows at home which is so oh my goodness speaking of Susan remember when you got out of the shower and came face to face with the UPS man yeah remember that so remind remember. me what oh, happened I mean, that's goodness. been so long ago remind me what happened uh, yeah this was years ago <laughs> I got out of the shower and I realized that my lingerie, my my undies and my bra that I wanted to wear for the day were on the drying rack in the laundry room, which is on the opposite end of the house. Were you the only, you were the only one home? I think I was. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah, I think the kids <clears throat> they were either outside or with the nanny, I don't know what. I mean, because we were homeschooling and the kids were little. Right. But I decided that I would dart into the laundry room and grab my undies. And as I was darting, I came, I looked up and there was a little face looking in the, the door to our carport has a half window. Like the top of the door is glass. What, wasn't a tiny window. Right. And there was his shocked little face. And I mean, our eyes met and it was like, oh my goodness. And I just, I just darted like out of the way and just stood there thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I was like, I have, I have like, I've scarred him for life. I have scarred him for life because he was a young, he was a young guy. That was the young guy that was kind of tan, tan looking skin. Remember that guy? I think that was the no, this, not the not oh, that one. This okay. was he. He was he had. He was kind of baldish oh. and had glasses. I think I don't remember. But anyway, I didn't. I thought I okay. So the next day, the FedEx lady came mm-hmm. with a package, and I told her what had happened, and we were just dying. <laughs> and she goes, "You know, when that happens, they they you're not the first person that's done that." They move them off that route and assign them to another route so that they don't even have to come in contact with the person again. And I was like, well, I'm relieved, but I feel really bad. Now he's got to drive a new route. What if he liked the route? And so I just, oh, I couldn't believe I did that. So he had to learn a whole, a a whole, whole new, new route, route just because, because he has seen you yeah, in your I'm, birthday suit. In my birthday suit, I needed to dart into the laundry room. And, um, oh my goodness! That is the funniest thing. I've forgotten all about that. Oh, that is hysterical. Mm. That is hysterical. Well, Susan, I think it's time for us to go meet our lunch crew. But this has been so much fun, and I'm excited about this new adventure that we have. Which is adventure is such a cliche, but maybe <laughs> lifestyle that we have. But Everything we do together turns out to be an adventure. It really does. It really does. And so this is our episode one. Yes, episode one of Life Coach BFF. Yes, with Susan and Heather, and we are not afraid to do scary things, and we hope that you are not either. If if and you if, are, yeah, if you are, keep listening to us, and we will encourage you to 
Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Don't worry about what everybody else thinks. We don't care what the neighbor Sally Sue thinks. We are going to embrace this time with you Mm -hmm. and enjoy this time together. We're going to talk about things that we're going to talk about the good things. We're going to talk about the sad things. We're going to talk about life together. And the same thing that Susan and I have been doing for the past 20 years. We're just going to talk about life. Mm -hmm. That's the plan. Susan, do you want to give them our email? Yes, you can email us at Susan at lifecoachbff.com or Heather at lifecoachbff.com. But shoot us an email if you've got something on your mind, something you want to talk about. We want to hear from you. We'd love to talk about it. Absolutely. And Susan is a psychiatrist and she is up for giving advice, which... That's one of the reasons that we're friends. (laughs) Some of us are needier than others. I love to give advice. I love to get advice. I'm indecisive. And so I can't make a decision without running it past Heather first. So shoot us a text. Shoot us an email. And follow us on Instagram. Life Coach BFF. Mm -hmm. We are on Instagram and are we on Facebook now? Are we? We need to be on Facebook. We need to be on Facebook. Facebook. We just need, I just don't know how to navigate Facebook well Mm -hmm. enough. I don't, I'd stop doing it. My husband creeps on mine. Right. um, But I I need to, I got to remind myself every time that the new updates, I don't know how to work them. We need a volunteer. Our, our LP ones and twos and threes and fours are too busy. The ones that are old enough to navigate Mm -hmm. are too busy. We need an intern. We we need a volunteer. We have two communication majors and they're both too busy to help. That's right. We need some help. We are technologically (laughs) challenged. And as soon as we figure this out, we will be on Facebook. Yes. But if you want to see our smiling faces, Instagram. Instagram. That's right. Life Coach BFF. All right. Well, I hope you have a great day and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. All right. You have been listening to Life Coach BFF with Susan and Heather. We would like to thank you for joining us, and we would also like to thank our sponsor, Petty Dental of Bartlett, Tennessee.